1: newsroom to the nursery. We're juggling a
0: demanding career on live TV with the demands of motherhood.
1: I'm Katie. And I'm Karen. They are Anchor Moms. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Anchor Moms, the podcast. Glad you're here with us. We are, we are, <laughs> <You> are so <laughs> enthusiastic.
0: We're, I'm yeah. celebrating
1: because we have conquered the the flu. I know. I will
0: say this. I'm sort of jealous, if only because I mean, now you won't get the flu this
1: season, right? Like you put it Hopefully behind not. you. not. I you don't know. You put it behind you or no? I so we basically all of last week, some child or multiple children had the flu, um, and the good news was Gregory and I never got it. Mm-hmm. But I was kind of like when we first got it, I was like, "Are you kidding me? We had ju- I had just taken all four children to get flu shots like a couple of weeks ago." And part of me is like, you know, gosh, I should have just, like, not worried about it. Like, that was a lot of well, effort. I but know. But I do think it wasn't as bad, of right. course, because we'd had the flu shot. Um, so, yeah, LRA went down first, and she had it the worst. I mean, she was out for a couple of days, like, sleeping all day, vomiting, like, high fever, like, really sick. And then it almost felt like as each other kid got it, it got progressively better. Right. But, you know, I couldn't have the nanny come, obviously, because we've got fever. Eh, fever's in our house. Um, and I'm still trying to get work done. It's just a lot. It's exhausting to have all of those children who are, you know, at least semi sick, semi cranky. Well, so you know, a, off their game.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. If you've watched the news at all, you know that um, there are the hospital, uh, uh, like mm-hmm. pediatric hospital beds, are full across the across the nation just with COVID. And RSV. with RSV and with the flu. So mm-hmm. I'll just be honest with you. River went to two birthday parties this past weekend. She's mm-hmm. still in school. I'm waiting. Yeah. Now, she did. She had a cough a couple of weeks ago. She went to the doctor, and they were, they you know, they were it like, it's smiling. viral. Like, yeah. there's nothing yeah, we yeah. can do. Um, but I am, and she got the flu shot. She mm-hmm. got her COVID shot. I'm waiting. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm just, I know it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just, you know, I hope that she, that we're all okay. Yeah. You know? And I'm yeah. assuming we will be. We all got flu shots. Like we did we did it did, it we did, did all the right things. Yeah, so. I
1: did feel like it wasn't that bad. Yeah. Um, but it was funny because when we went to the doctor, the pediatrician, he was like, Yeah, I he actually was like, I think she might have strep because you know, of course he looked at her throat. She had a bad cough and a sore throat. He's like, I think it might be strep, but I'm just gonna, you know, like do the trifecta test. Like we'll test her for all the things, the flu and COVID and um, you know, they call 20 minutes later, actually, no, it's not strep, it's the flu. Um, which is kind of almost worse because, obviously, there's not – like, he didn't suggest doing Tamiflu for kids. So it's like you don't really do any – give yeah, him anything. If right. it's strep, it's easy – not easy, but – You give you him know, an antibiotic. You give him an antibiotic and they're good to go. Um, anyway, but, uh, you know, we, we survived. It just – it does make you realize, like, whew. First of all, like, literally when my nanny walked in this morning – this is, like, the, the – we're recording this the Monday after the week that we had the flu at our house – I, I wanted a hugger. I mean, I, I just wanted to be like, I'll I'll pay you double. Like, just never, 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 never leave, leave me again. Never leave never. this never. house again. I was like, I missed you so much. She was like, oh, I missed you guys too. I'm sure she was like, actually, I enjoyed my couple right. of days off. Right. Like, away right. from these sick, right. crazy kids. Right. Oh, my goodness. It just makes you realize that you can't do it alone.
0: No. I mean, no. I will you know, I don't know. I think I don't think we've podcasted. Uh, my nanny's husband had COVID two weeks ago. Mm, did I tell you this? Mm-hmm. And so we didn't have her come because mm-hmm. obviously we didn't right, know if right. she was going to get it and then give it to us. It was the longest week yeah, it's of long. my yeah. life. Mm-hmm. It was. Mm-hmm. It just makes you appreciate the help that you have. Yeah, it was the yeah. longest week of my life. Well, she funny. didn't
1: get it, by the way, so that was good, Good, too. good, yeah. yeah. It was funny. My pediatrician, I said, to your point, I said, when we were leaving, I was like, honestly. He was like, you know, keep everybody healthy. You're doing a great job. He's a very, like. Go you get know, supportive, yeah. like yeah. doctor. He's like, "You're doing great. You're 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 gonna get over this. No no problem." And uh, I was like, honestly, I'm just like surprised that it's taken this long into the school year for us all to get sick. And he just laughed, and I was like, I mean, I'm not kidding. Like yeah. I really, yeah, you know. So, August, we started back. Like I'm kind of surprised that the you lasted till November. I lasted till yeah, November before no we got it, and
0: you got oh. Halloween in. That's the other thing. I yeah. oh, was thinking about nanny coming with the potential of. I mean, obviously for obvious reasons, I didn't want her to come because I didn't want to. To get COVID, but I was like feeling bad if River got COVID. Mm-hmm. Like the weekend of Halloween, that would be right, so sad. Right, she would yeah. have been
1: so sad. I know at this so. point you just kind of with everything going around RSV, COVID, flu, yeah. all the things. Like you just kind of hope it hits at like a good week. Right. Honestly, like you don't want it to hit like a Thanksgiving. Right. You don't right. want it to, when they have like a performance right. or like a big game. You know, like you're just like let's just try to have the sickness hit when it's yeah. like convenient for right. our family. Right. <laughs> right. No,
0: I know. Okay, moving on. Um, This is from The Atlantic. Stop pretending that intensive parenting doesn't work. It's expensive and time-consuming, but the data prove that kids benefit. This article stressed me out. (laughs) Yeah. He says, he starts out by saying, since having our first kid two years ago, my wife and I become the type of parents we used to pity, intensive parents, to an extent we didn't anticipate we had found ourselves pouring time into securing the best child care, the best school district we can afford, the best health care for weird infections and rashes. They conduct relentless investigations into the things we have no desire to think about. Should we get life insurance? How much? Um... Will the will whatever life insurance policy we get work? Should we quit our jobs? Blah, 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 blah. You know, all of this stuff. And mm-hmm. he says, um, parents today find themselves caught in a strange limbo. Many of us agree that intensive parenting is warranted at the same time a growing chorus claims that intensive parenting doesn't benefit kids and might even harm them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which side is right? He says that intensive parenting is sort of the key to this. He's done a couple of studies on it. Um, and he's a data scientist and an economist. He spent the past five years writing a book about parenting and child development, and pretty much everything that intensive parents worry about does, does matter. Yeah. Data confirms that parents are right to seek out, you know, better schools, uh, early care environments, um, and it's because when they do these studies, it reveals that kids are more successful they make more money and he even points out like it's it's not not that money is a huge indicator of like Mm -hmm, happiness mm -hmm. or not but if you're what do you measure it by right Mm -hmm. so that's what he's he's putting out there um and he talks about that um this I thought this was so funny the people who criticize intensive parenting they they are intensive parents. Right. What, yeah, yeah, yeah. One economist argues that parents have little power to shape their children's futures and yet homeschools both of his children. The founder of the free-range parenting movement, often cited as an alternative to intensive parenting, made her own kids spend one summer doing math sheets every day after camp and another summer writing an essay a day.
1: Yeah. It's like – And that was his point. He was like, you know, I'm looking at, like, what these researchers, what the people who say this isn't working, are doing themselves. Yeah. And that's, like, right, like, the proof's in the pudding. Like, whatever. Like, what you're going to do with your kids is obviously what you think really works. Right. Right. So, yeah, it's kind of funny. He did say, too, that um, his research showed, I don't know how in the world you get to this number, but... That intensive parenting can increase your child's lifetime income by one million dollars. Yeah,
0: that's what I was saying. It's like the
1: crazy. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Dollars. Yeah. <laughs>
0: you know? And again, not that that money is, you know, obviously the key to happiness, but it doesn't hurt.
1: No. You know? Yeah. Um So here's my question. Like, do you think we're intensive parents?
0: You and I? Um I would say at this point, yeah, Brian and I. I mean, I don't – River's four, right? So we haven't crossed a lot of those roads yet.
1: But, I mean, yes. I mean, I I – It's funny. Like, reading through this, I'm like, am I or am I not? Like, I do feel like, you know, I did all the school tours. I, like, really stress about where they're going to to school and preschool and that sort of thing. But I don't know. It's just – it's kind of like a gray area to me. Like, I feel like with some of the other parenting techniques – I yeah. can, like, clearly see, like, I'm not a helicopter yeah. mom. Like, you know, some of them seem pretty clear. But this, to me, is kind of vague because it's like, of course, everybody's going to work and do things to make their kids' lives better. Like, well, I when think does it everybody into, doesn't like, have
0: – I think the problem is, is like and I think this is the meat of the article, which we haven't talked about yet, is that not every parent all, – not all parents have access to that kind of stuff depending on your income. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Are you a white – English, like English is your first language, like parent. How did you grow up? I mean, Mm -hmm. right? Like, if you're an immigrant, if you grew up, uh, you know, economically challenged. I mean, Mm -hmm. then you're raising. Then there's a possibility that you're raising. You're a minority, and you're raising your kid. I think that's what the 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 crux of this is. Is it's so we need to get since we know that intensive parenting works. We need to take less of the burden off the parents and kind of what we say all the time on this podcast is to develop things from like a social and community standpoint that That allow everybody everybody. Mm -hmm. to intensively parent. Like, Mm -hmm. let's give everybody access to like the best Mm -hmm. schools, the best neighborhoods, um, the best after school tutoring programs, Mm -hmm. the best, let's, let's have programs that parents, you know, carpool. And so
1: their kids can do dance and swim and soccer, Mm -hmm. like all Mm -hmm. the things. Right. Mm -hmm. I think that's, so it's less like making the cognizant decision. I'm going to parent this way and more of Like, who has the means to be able to do this? Yeah. And I mean, I think, I mean, are there like terrible parents out there who are just like, I don't care. I don't care. Maybe. Yes.
0: But I think that the big point of this article is, is like, I think for some people, it's not a choice. It's just the circumstances that they find themselves in. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It it was interesting. There was a quote that said, some family, some say family environment has little bearing on a kid's future. Like, how interesting, you know? And, And you just think about what really is shaping what. What they're going to become and what they're going to do in their education—it's—it's it's kind of fascinating, yeah. Really, to think about how the things that we do as parents really impact them. Also, yeah, like a, no pressure, right? Well, that's what I wrote. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is disappointing and exhausting because I feel like it,
0: like just here's a here's a prime example. Is um today this is my one of my really long days at work. Um, it's like an eleven hour day or something like that. Then I'm gonna go home and take River to swim lessons for, like, 45 minutes Mm -hmm. at, like, 4 o'clock. After Mm -hmm. I've been up that, I will, like, by 4 o'clock, I will have been up for, like, 13 or 14 hours. It's, like, the equivalent of, like, if you get up at 7 a.m., like, taking your kid to swim at, like, 9 o'clock at night. Do you know what I'm saying? And it's, like, like I willingly signed her up for this Mm -hmm. knowing that I was, like, oh, man, on mondays at like why that's gonna suck so bad for me but i was like no i you know like she needs this i want her to like be a good you know i want her to be safe in the pool and like this is the right thing to do and the instructor like recommended it so but i mean isn't that like you know yeah it's exhausting and it's like disappointing because i would love to think like It would be nice to think, like, you know what? We can skip swim lessons this session because I'm tired and it's on Mondays this Mm -hmm, session and mm -hmm. I just, like, don't want to do it. But Mm -hmm. that's just, like, the prime example of, like, why it's, uh, like, intense. Mm. If that qualifies as intensive parenting, it's, like, exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Anyway, thank you for listening to my
1: sad little PSA. Um, on my sad and little life. Good luck, good luck uh, at someone practice at four. I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: yeah. No, but I mean, do you I understand what I'm saying? I yeah, think, like, yeah,
1: that's totally. Like, that's the, you know, like, well, on that why same, do you torture
0: yourself? Yeah. Yeah.
1: On that same note, like, I literally have gotten to a point where I'm only allowing the kids to do one thing because I'm like, I just can't well, physically, but you, like, you do. have to do
0: that. When you have four kids, like, wow. what are
1: you going to do? Are you going to let all four of your
0: kids do three different things? Like, that's, like, is, is physically be... impossible. Mm, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I would have, we'd have to have, like, a sister wife or something. Yeah. Well, Greg might like that. I don't know, I don't know, know what know. we would you do. You might
0: like that, actually. <laughs> Can I say this? Like, wouldn't it be nice?
1: Like, I would allow a sister wife if, like, she would take my kid <laughs> to swim. To swim. I know. Sometimes sister I wife, why like, you take my kid to swim, I, I do done. feel like it's, like, we we need another adult in this family. Like, yeah. we need another adult Can oh, we get another family. adult? Can I please have another adult? If only
0: you could, like, birth another, like, not a child. Right.
1: Another, like, 30-year-old. Like an adult to help you out. Ah. My mom's this week is one that we, I'll be honest, may have talked about before. Oh, okay. But uh, quick PSA, folks. Um, I don't think anyone realizes at home listening the value of a Katie Killen. Oh, what? in this world, every week we get a mom, or every other week we get a mom's from Katie, and it is. I promise you... What? An amazing product. Okay, okay. So listen, when I turned 40, Sweet Katie sent me a box of like all of the wonderful things that she recommends on this podcast and that she uses in her because life. Because you're always like... These beauty products that I, she knows I will never buy myself because I'm cheap. Anyway, so she sent me this big box, and every single thing is amazing. Well, what are you so enjoying? So I'm just saying, hold on. Okay. I'm just saying, whatever Katie recommends, just go buy it. Oh, stop. Like, really just go buy it, because it's amazing. Um, the one I'm going to talk about this week, in particular, is the eye cream. Oh. The what Peter it, Thomas Roth. Oh. Is it the is it eye cream or patches? Which one did I send you? Eye cream. Okay. So it's called Water Drench. Uh-huh. It's Cloud Cream Moisturizer. Yep. Um anyway, so these are like all the fancy wonderful beauty products that I don't know. Do most moms have these and I'm the outsider, or is like Katie just goes above and beyond and gets the best beauty products? I don't know, which no, I don't I know what don't the norm wanna, is. I, like
0: I don't wanna look old. I I don't know if that that. Yeah, so I'm just like know. willing to like, you know, spend my whole like here you go,
1: here's my bank account to eat yeah. counter
0: person. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, yeah.
1: whatever the reason, I don't know. But um everything she recommends is great, and this eye cream I mean I every morning when I put it on, I just I don't know if it's because I don't usually buy nice beauty products, uh-huh. but I'm like, ooh, this feels so fancy and amazing on my face. <laughs> you know, maybe when you're like such a like schlumpy self-care person Stop. that you like barely like use face wash, you're just like any product you put on just feels glorious. Anyway, I love it. It's this eye cream. Peter Thomas Roth. I don't think it's been. And, I do not think it's been a moms, a mom's. Well, there you go. It's a mom's now, and also this is your mom's to say. Just buy anything Katie recommends because <laughs> everything is legit. The shaving cream that I know has I been a mom's that shaving on here. Cream. Yeah. That shampoo and conditioner, like all the things that Katie says. Are you actually using the conditioner? She's not. And I haven't started yet. But it's in my shower Are you using ready the shampoo? to go. Yeah, I do like the shampoo. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um. Anyway, this is this is she she knows what's up, folks. Okay, she's a beauty product enjoying them. Well, I don't know about that. But. Um, all right. So next article: four amazing ways to end sibling rivalry. Um, I'm assuming you know that my children fight all the time. So this is why well, you gave I this just article. know that I had a sibling and I
0: literally still have the scars on my arms
1: oh, to prove yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. OK, so obviously, if you have multiple kids, you know that they're going to fight. Um, and there's going to be rivalries. So these are the four things you can do to help. Uh, first, to delete the labels, which I feel like we're kind, we are kind—we try to be really good about. You know, obviously saying, like, she's the smart one. Like, you know, your sister so-and-so did this. Why yeah. can't you be more like this? Yeah. You know, that type of stuff. Which I think is kind of, a, in my mind, the easiest one to kind of nix, right? right? Um, this next one is, I think, very important, but very hard for us at least to do. Solo attention. Give each child 15 minutes to an hour of just you and them. Yeah. Um, this is just tough logistically for us right now, but I do think it works. And when there is time when we just have them one-on-one, of course they're amazing. Of course. And they're glorious, and I'm like, oh my gosh, why would I ever like have any doubts about this child? They're amazing. And then like, the hour goes by, and the family gets back together, and I'm like, well, nope, here we go again. Yeah, yeah. Um, discover their uniqueness, which I think is good to remember. Like each kid, no matter what, has something that they're special and and great about. Right. Um, and then teach self calming strategies. Which this is interesting. And I don't know what Rivers' class is like, but I'm surprised that in all of my kids' classes, from preschool all the way to LRA's in second grade now, they have calming corners. Really? Yeah, even okay. in the public schools where you go, like they have, I saw it a Why don't night. we have a calming corner here at, at work? work. <laughs> we really need one. But yeah, they have a calming corner. There's a little chart on there that says like if you're having a hard time, like here's the steps you can take. There's different options you can use, like a stress ball, you can hold a lovey, you can read a book, you can, you know, there's all these different these different right. methods that I'm sure are helpful for kids when they're trying to go through these things. Anyway, I um, I'm I guess I'm just like we never had that when we were in school like we never no. had a calming corner so when river i'm just thinking when where river went to camp this summer they did have like a whole
0: little like calming room yeah that had like light calming lights and like
1: pillows
0: and it's it's definitely what are you looking at
1: over there? nothing nothing okay <laughs> i'm just making sure our audio is coming through
0: <laughs> coming in hot uh yeah which i thought was interesting yeah yeah, yeah. Like so we've i have evolved
1: think, yeah yeah and i think those are all good um Ideas. We. I've, I've learned one other, like, non-professional tip here. I've learned that if you call it taking a break instead of a timeout. People like it better. Kids yeah. like it better. Like, they're like, I'm not taking a timeout. I'm like, oh, no, no, it's not a timeout. It's right. just a quick little break. Right. A feel-good break right. in your room by yourself where right. the door is locked. No, I'm just kidding. Um, like, let's just take a break. And they're like, okay, yeah, we'll go take a break. Like, for some reason, well, like, the the phrasing of it, I don't know why it works better. I'll yeah, have to try yeah. that. Yeah, because timeout seems yeah. I think they feel like they're being punished, they feel like it's bad news, but if you're like, let's just go take a little break, or yeah. like sometimes i will be like, mommy needs a break too, like I'm going to go take a break, you take a break. Yeah. I don't know. I like it. Anyway. Okay. All this to say, my kids still uh, fight all the time. So
0: well, of course. You know. Like I said, I like, there was no one I hated more on earth um, than my sister growing up. No one. All the way up into Which college. Which is hilarious
1: because you guys are now so Now I, like, love
0: her. She's the love of my life. But, like, I um, hated her. So I feel like, mm. in other words, there's hope for you. We'll there's see. hope for your children. We'll see. Um, this one is from Scary Mommy. And it's, I sent my cusp birthday son to kindergarten. And I'm so glad I did. So cusp birthday son is, like, when your kid um, is, like, on the cusp of, like, five when it comes to send them to kindergarten, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, let's say They've the cutoff got a off is, like, birthday. September 1st, yeah, and, like, your kid turns five, like, In August. Know, August 15th or mm-hmm. something like that. Um, so she talks about um, her first son had a winter birthday. There was no questions. They sent him to school. But then her second son is a classic class clown, an expert fart joker, spends a serious amount of time pranking people, and he isn't the most mature kid any of them have ever met. Um, and his birthday, uh, he had done all the preschool stuff, and his, his birthday is a summer birthday, um, and they wondered whether or not they should send him to kindergarten and other, should, they, should they hold him back. Um, and they went back and forth about it. And, of course, the, one of the problems, um, you know, you and I know this, uh, if you don't send your kid to kindergarten, then you have to pay for, like, another year of, like, daycare mm-hmm. or preschool or nanny stuff or both or all of the above so that was like a something they considered um they also thought about you know he, he's like a pandemic kid so sometimes it's nice to just right. be like it's time to like get in there and get socializing she talked to one friend who was gonna hold their kid back because they were worried that he was gonna be small to play sports, For sports yeah yeah um and then she talked to a pediatrician um about it and the pediatrician confirmed that there's an overemphasis of sports in general in our society so mm-hmm, don't take mm-hmm. that under consideration and look at the, the, the pediatrician encouraged her to look at the social, emotional development and maturity. Parents should look for a child's ability to follow directions fairly consistently, focus on a task for five to 10 minutes, transition between activities, interact with peers positively and persist at tasks that are challenging. And she's, you know, the pediatrician says many of these skills, mm-hmm. you know, a five-year-old, even a cusp five-year-old will be able to do so she ends up sending him and she's happy that she did
1: yeah i think the main point too is like it's it's individual right right like whatever you decide yeah like each kid's gonna be different um and she said one of the other the the other bits of advice was talk to people who know that kid well like right do you think they're ready because it really is like who like size they could have a growth spurt like they might not even want to play sports i mean that seems definitely secondary um it's interesting because both Ellaray and Henry are summer birthdays, so they both are sort of cuspy, cusp, cusp birthdays. Um, and I had no thoughts at all about sending Ellery, and then I did a little bit with Henry. I just think because it's more um, common with boys mm-hmm. for some reason mm-hmm. to hold them back. Um, and I didn't. We went ahead and sent him for obvious reasons because, you know, daycare, etc. Right. right. Um and it's it's very interesting because they are different kids, and I can see that Elleray. Um, I don't know. It's just it's just funny to watch them, and sometimes I do have to remind myself because, of course, like parents do, it's so easy to get into. Oh, the other kids in his class are doing X Y Z, like he's not quite there, or he's doing this and they're not, or whatever. Um, but it really is such an individualized basis, yeah. and sometimes you just have to say, like, look. And and the other thing is, this is like one little blip in time, right? Like. Like, yeah. what they're doing right now doesn't mean they won't be able to, they
0: won't excel at the right. next thing next year. Yeah. yeah. And,
1: like, at five, maybe he's struggling with whatever right now. But, like, in three years, are you going to remember that? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. To me, I'd rather him be with the right age group yeah. and, you know. Yeah. Um I don't know, I've had no no regrets about yeah. regrets about sending him. I find
0: it sometimes interesting, River is in preschool and pre-K right now and um, the only people who there's only her and another little girl who are going to kindergarten next year. All of most of the other parents mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll again, yeah. are going to hold their kids back. Mm-hmm. Um, or,
1: or their birthdays fall where, yes, but there's a yeah. major,
0: you're right. But the, right. Um, their birthdays don't fall in the right time period, but, but there are, there is a significant amount of kids mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. have summer birthdays, um, who are not going to kindergarten, who could go to kindergarten and are not right, going right, to kindergarten. Right, right. Um, and it surprised me. Mm-hmm. So River has a summer birthday. Um, right. she's June 10th and. Brian had mentioned a time or two, especially when she, she was a little bit younger. Like And I was like, I don't know. We'll see. But now I'm like, no. Uh, River is like, I can't Ready imagine her yeah. doing another year mm-hmm. of preschool. Like, it would be mm-hmm. weird. Like, mm-hmm. she is just like, you know how when you're a parent, you like, you just know? Yeah. But yeah. I will say this. I have a summer birthday. My birthday is June 29th. And like, you and I graduated the same mm-hmm. year. But think about this. Like, your birthday, you're almost like a year, a year older right? than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even, your birthday is in September, mm-hmm. even though – Like, we're in the same grade. So it does Mm kind of, like, make you – because I do Mm -hmm. think those months Mm -hmm. matter Mm -hmm. when you're little. I -hmm. think there is, like, a big Mm -hmm. difference. Now, the older you get, Mm -hmm. the less difference it makes, which speaks to your point about, like – It'll all even out. Right. Right? It yeah. all evens out. But yeah, I think this is totally like an individual thing. And like I said, I just like I kind of feel like there's no question in my mind that River should go to kindergarten mm-hmm. next year. Yeah. yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So it's just Honestly,
1: if Bennett could go, I'd send her next year. <laughs> She's just a couple months shy. And you yeah. also have to like believe that like they make these birthday cutoffs for a reason. You know, like I, I guess. Don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's the exception. Well there has to be a cutoff, but... right? Like there has right, right, to be right. a cutoff. Right? Because otherwise, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You just have to feel like the majority of the time, they're probably going to be fine. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I also, like, this was not, I don't remember, like, anybody being, like, did people do this when you were a kid? Yeah, I do remember sometimes people holding, oh, I'm going to hold them back and start them next year. I don't remember that happening. I feel like it's just because like I was in such a small town, people
1: are like, I can't afford another year of like yeah, daycare yeah. or preschool. I feel like most of the most of the moms yeah. when I grew up like weren't working, so it was like a yeah. lot easier to yeah. hold a kid back, right? Right, right. Um, but anyway. Win of the week.
0: Okay, this is do my win, win, win. Yay. Um, a couple of weekends ago. Ingrid and Karen and I were able to go out. Oh,
1: yeah. And did you
0: remember that? I it, hadn't It seems like a long I time yeah. ago. It was really like it's six like days ago. like before my family got the flu. Yeah, so for, right, right, yeah. right. Um, it was fun. And we met, speaking of preschool moms, we met a couple yeah. of um, Lisa, Lisa and River go to preschool together. So Ingrid's uh, little um, four-year-old daughter. She will be four. Yeah, almost Almost four. four. Mm -hmm. Um, Go to the same preschool. So we met some of the other moms out. So it was like a meeting of like the world's like Karen and Ingrid but then also these other moms from the preschool and it was fun yeah, yeah, we went yeah. to a dessert
1: it's, bar it's so fun trade. how you, no matter what like you meet other moms and you like just know there's things to talk about right, right? because you're like oh yeah you never awkward you're just like yeah mm, like yeah.
0: okay yeah are they yeah. dealing
1: with this and they won't yeah. wear pants it doesn't matter what like
0: state you're from like yeah, where yeah. these these other moms had just moved how to Asheville how old are your kids? We were like, yeah, what are you going through yep, we yep, know yep, exactly yep. what to say to you so it was fun and it was like a good it was nice to get out always nice to
1: leave the kids have a little break it's it's really nice when you don't have to like do dinner and bedtime like a hundred percent yeah 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 I'm
0: like stuck in river likes me to like stay in her room until she's like half asleep now and I'm like I will be stuck in this like sometimes I'm like I'm like I'll be stuck in here forever like I might literally be stuck in here Mm -hmm. for like the next like 20 minutes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it's so nice (laughs) not to have have a little night off yeah Yeah. no it's fun Thank you guys for listening. Rate, review, subscribe. What is it? Oh, that's it. All is those that things? it. All is those that it? Is that it? Okay. Yeah. And right. enjoy your week. Bye, guys. See ya. Ankle Moms. podcast.
1: Thanks for listening.